I'm Melissa. And then I'm Mel. Girl, let me tell you, I only had maybe a little less than half of that drink. When you're drinking, you just gotta drink more. <laughs> I am a strongly worded email. Actually, that feels in line, though. It's not No, listen. And every now and again, when somebody get out of line, you just yell, pop the truck. <laughs> I'm the juice to her gin. Did we hit record? Is it working? Is it on? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gin and Juice podcast. I am Melissa. And I am Melanie. And we are the Gin and Juice dynamic duo. Before we get started, we want to thank our sponsor. Hello, Fresh. Before we, who you will hear more about later in the episode, uh, we are real life sisters. We get on here and talk about what the heck we want to talk about. Amen Everything and, amen. and absolutely <laughs> nothing at all is the essence of this podcast. Is Seinfeld was a podcast, it would be called Gin and Juice. Hilarious. Okay. Uh, we always start with the segment. Did you watch Seinfeld? No. Oh. Well, you know? I've watched it post. Oh, like before the hype. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. After the hype of it all, you've watched like seasons of it. Oh, absolutely not. I've watched episodes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen a few episodes. I've definitely not watched a single. No, like, but Kev has watched it before episodes. I don't know that he sat down and watched it either. But it's like Tony Baker's one of Tony Baker's favorite shows. What about it makes you feel like th- th- this would be their podcast? Oh, because they say that show is about. Uh, it's a show about nothing. What is the whole idea? It's a show about nothing, right? Oh, there's like a saying associated with the show. I think that's what it is. This is a show about nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a show about nothing. It's like a joke. It's like a running joke on the show or somebody, the creator said it or something like that. And it kind of caught on as like, that's what they say the show is about. Got it. Okay. Sorry. Keep Um, going. Yeah. Okay. So we start with the story we like to call long story short, which is a great way to start because we always start that way, but also because it's a continuation from last week's episode. So tell the people the situation. So last week y'all saw, right? We were talking about Melissa's 40th birthday and she said very specifically, I kind of wish I would have did something for it because I kind of want to do something. And the backstory is Kev had already texted me and said, list don't want to do nothing, but I want to do something. I don't know what to do. And so we have a back and forth uh-huh. of respecting Melissa's feelings. Yeah, because I didn't want to do anything. Because you didn't want to do anything, yeah. but also celebrating yeah. this major milestone for her. Yeah. And so I go into our podcast like, okay, she says she we're not, it's fine. And then you literally say, I kind of wish I would have did something. <laughs> so then y'all saw me grab my phone. Yes. And I immediately text Kevin, we have to do something. Are you watching the podcast? <laughs> we have to do something and do, do something, John. Do something, John. Um, Hopefully you guys get that reference. Yes. Uh, and so we then put together a plan. Yes. To do something. Melissa and Kev were going already to Vegas mm-hmm. for, for the Stellar Weekend. The Stellar Weekend. And I actually had, you guys left on Thursday. Yes. We were trying to figure out when Greg and I can come, but I had um, pitch. my pitch for the show was on Friday and it was supposed to be in person. Um, so oh, I was like, right. I can't do, We can, does it even make sense for us to come? Cause it's going to be Friday after the pitch. Granted, it's a short flight, but like, it's going to be Friday after the pitch. It's going to, and then they're only there till Sunday, Sunday and like it was events, blah, blah, whatever. Regardless, we were like, we're we just gonna come. We're gonna come yeah. immediately after the pitch. Um, and then I was like, 
we got somebody else has to come. Yeah. We got to figure it out. So I just sneak check Sharice. And I was like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Are you free? And she was like, uh, I can be. And I was like, yeah. So like, this is what the plan is. Uh, and then we got Shari in. Yeah, and so of nice. course, Kev's all in. And so we together manufactured this beautiful surprise that was really really nice it was really really nice i did not know <laughs> mel the thing about it is on the day mel arrived i talked to mel oh that was yes like that's the other part two three hours prior because she um had the pitch so wait, she wait, was telling us even, the pitch even prior to that um like after we had arranged this plan Melissa's like, hey, we're going to be in uh, Vegas. Can you guys take oh, yes. Joe to soccer practice? Yes. And like literally we had all been side texting. Me, Greg, and Kev have like a separate text. And so Melissa texts that and Kev was like, just say yes, just say yes. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, we'll take him to soccer practice. And he was like, I'll, I'll get it together. So anyway, fast forward so to fast Friday. Forward on the day of, me and Kev are, um, we were like shooting our get ready with me. Because this is literally as we're walking out the door to do the... Um, uh, what's the podcast we did? Dear Future oh, Wifey. Dear Future okay. Wifey. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, we're shooting the the video and I knew we were going to be busy. So I set an alarm in my phone, okay? Because listen, there are a lot of moms who remember a lot of things. I'm not one. I have to set reminders, okay? So I set a reminder in my phone to trigger my memory. Hey, ask Mel, hey, don't forget, you got to pick up Joe because Mel lives down the street. So, you know, whatever. Yes. And to tell Joe to make sure he's ready. Text Mel, she's like, yep, I'm on my way. Text Joe, he doesn't respond. Meanwhile, so, I'm in the at the hotel. Yes. I'm like, yeah, girl, I'm finna be there. Right. So, which was weird, but like, it was coming together, but it wasn't really coming together. Because I just talked to Mel, and she was at the pitch, so yes. it wasn't all the way coming together. So, what black person doesn't check their ring? I'm the black person. I always check my ring. So as soon as I hear the thing, I'm like, oh, that must be Mel. She just told me she's on the way. Like, literally, it was right after. So I'm like, that must be Mel. Joe hasn't responded back. Let me make sure Joe knows Auntie Mel is there. And he, I see him walking out with Auntie Mel. Otherwise, yes. he's going to be late for practice. So I look. It's Tony Baker. <laughs> Greg said, too, he was like, watch Melissa look at the ring. <laughs> Kev, why is Tony Baker at the house? And this is when I was like, something's up, but it wasn't, I still wasn't guessing that it was, they were coming here because I just talked to Mel. That was like literally what I was holding on to. So I see Tony Baker and I'm like, Kev, why is Tony Baker at the house? He's like, I don't know, maybe Mel, I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so weird. So I go to try to tell Tony, like, why are you at my house? You know, you can talk on the yeah. ring, but I couldn't figure it out quick enough. So I text him, why, matter of fact, let me tell you what Tony said. <laughs> So I text Tony, why are you at my house? Like, this is weird. And Tony doesn't just, first of all, he doesn't live that close yeah, to yeah, just, yeah. like, pull up. Yeah. So I'm like, look, I sent a voicemail. Tony Baker, why are you at my house taking my child? <laughs> what you doing? Literally, that's what I said. I don't know. Hopefully you guys can hear it. I'll do it again just in case. Tony Baker, why are you at my house taking my child? <laughs> what you doing? So then he said, LMAO, soccer. And then he sends his soccer gif. And I'm like. This is so strange. After I've just said, yeah, on my way. Yes. So I'm like, this is so strange, but I'm still not getting it. So we go downstairs, get in the elevator, and I'm like, 
fixing in my mind, like how I'm about to ask Kevin, like what's happening? Because that wasn't the agreement. Mel just told me she's at the house. Tony's here. Like what? And I'm trying to figure it out. And then I'm like, I'm finna ask him as soon as we get off this elevator. I'm, I got a question. So as soon as we came off the elevator, we turned the corner. We off in this little fancy little situation Kev got us. And Mel and Greg are just standing. They were just like on the corner. And I we was like, we surprise you. What are you doing here? And then it like all, you know, like at this point, everything is registering like, oh, <laughs> but like literally if Mel hadn't had the pitch, yeah, when I saw yeah. Tony, I would have put it together. But I'm like, the pitch was what? In Culver City? Uh, in basically. So I'm like, that's not close. No. Yes. That's not close to Mel's house. So how did she get from? And I know yeah. she had to go in the office. Yeah. How did she go from there to there and make it to the airport? Yeah. Fly. Granted, it's a short flight, but you still got to do the things. Yeah. And get here. Mind you, she had did it. Yes. Yes. We I timed that flight. I was like, OK, so we're going to do the pitch. I'm going to leave immediately. Me and Greg go to the airport. We got clear. We got all the flights that we gonna get through it all. Get on the and you know that flight is like literally it's thirty seven yeah, minutes. Like literally, it's so short. We get there, get in the Uber. And Burbank to, is a short air, a little airport. Yes. It's not gonna take you no time. I which had his time true. so perfectly. We were like, get here, take a shower, eat some food, go downstairs, wait. And that's what we were doing. Yeah, it was freaking fantastic. So it was great. It was so funny. then we did, which we need to circle back to the dear future wifey. I don't yes, know how much I want to say though, because it's gonna come out. Yeah, it's we can we can we can navigate that. Okay, I'll let you lead a little bit because I don't want to say too much. So then we go to the Dear Future Wifey podcast, do the things. I'm trying to stay and take pictures, and I'm trying to figure out why Mel, oh Greg, gosh. and Kev oh are stressing me to go. But I'm like, I want to take um, pictures with the people that are there. Like, you know, I want to say hi to the fans. Say, and then like on the low, I want to take my pictures too. Yeah, like I'm because it was an people. amazing panel. Yeah. There was like a, a great people on the panel yeah. that was really dope and melissa loves to I, interact and listen, take pictures which so is I'm amazing like, i want to take the pictures and mel and greg are like or mel and well yes the three of them we need to go we need to go i'm like go in there and take your pictures and then come out and she's like okay but i like to do i yes i know take the pictures yes. and come out and they're literally like telling me like go in there take the picture and leave and i'm like i don't understand why you are watching me like if it's if we missed a uh, reservation like it's gonna be okay like just relax so anyway, I do it because I'm trying to be good. So I take the little pictures and we leave. Mind you, we still end up being late. I was going to say you did what? You took yeah, all the pictures. I sure did. I and did. talked to all the people. I sure did. Taking forever. I had a good time. And then we go to um, STK, which yes. is um, the sister restaurant of Catch, but the food, the meat, the cow version. Hello? Ain't it? I don't Ain't think they're steak really. No. And Catch sisters? No, Catch steak is sister to Catch. STK is just STK. I thought. Catch steak was STK. Oh no! It's called catch it's called steak. Catch steak. <laughs> I just found that out right now. So we just went to STK. Just forget everything yes. else I just told you. We just went to STK, and we're coming up the elevator. Okay, so this is what happened. Mel misses the shooting yes. moment of me when I saw her and Greg. Right? She misses that, which is fine. Uh, no problem. When we go, when we're on the elevator, I actually this is why I got to say what I think. Okay. <laughs> I saw Mel start doing this. In my mind, she's capturing footage for the vlog. We're going to a new place. She's trying to get the steak logo. She's trying to get us walking. I literally tell myself that because my initial thought was, why would she? Because we're on the elevator. I'm like, or the escalator. Why would she grab her phone right now? I'm like, this. oh, I'm like it this. must be for the vlog. 
It must be for the vlog. Like, I'm trying to make everything make sense, okay? The, don't do what I'm doing. Ask your questions. So I'm like, oh, it must be for the vlog. So we get off the escalator. They're talking about something, and I'm agreeing. Yes, full on. Full yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand. Yes, you guys are so smart of people because this is a great point. I understand it. I comprehend it. You guys are smart. And then... All of a sudden, I see Shari and Sharice stake door here, and they're on the side, yes. chilling. Just chilling, waiting. Just chilling, waiting. It was so and great. It it caught me so off. Like, I literally thought the surprise had happened. I really did. I it was truly. Us. You see us every day. Yes. Again. Which was great, though. <laughs> like, every time we go to Vegas, four of us go to Vegas, we, we have a great time. time. Yeah. We listen, that is more than enough for me. Yeah. So seeing Shari and Sharice was like, man. And yes. they're just, Shari and Sharice are a good time. They are. They're just really, truly a great time. So it was freaking fantastic. We sat, we ate, um, which sometimes you don't want to eat out. Sometimes you want to eat in. Amen. Because it's much cheaper than eating out. Every time. And with HelloFresh, you can eat in and eat great. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trip. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. It That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-crafted seasonal recipes to their new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. Uh, like I said, they have pre-proportioned ingredients, which helps cut down on food waste, while step-by-step -step instructions make cooking a breeze, not a chore. Low-key, that is the truth, because when you have to, like, figure, you have to get the ingredients. Yes. Oh, no, let me, you have to figure out what you're going to make, then you have to get the ingredients, then you have to prepare the ingredients, and then you got to keep trying to, what do I do next, where am I at, what all of that is not a chore when you have HelloFresh. It's all on a very nice card and a very nice bag. It's amazing. So if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan dinners to choose from. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavorful recipes that leave you feeling satisfied. Uh, I recently made, what did I make? It was, oh, it was like some lettuce wraps, Ooh, actually. Which was very bomb, and on our endeavor to be a little more healthy, I felt healthy. Anytime I eat green stuff, oh, I'm like, yeah. look at me being healthy. Anytime you replace like bread with yes. lettuce, um, you're all you're miles ahead of oh, everyone else. Oh, at this point, I could be a spokesperson. I've literally like worked out all my basically. Yeah, for sure, it's the best. And HelloFresh, of course, can make that easy for you. The other thing, I just I was thinking about this the other day when I was making my um, HelloFresh dinner. I when I cook. That's not HelloFresh. I always use like the grocery bag yeah. and, and you throw stuff in as you yep. go. But with HelloFresh, I mean, you still kind of do that, but they just make it easy because it comes in this brown, like yeah. recyclable bag. Yep. And so as you, and then everything is already recyclable. So as you're cooking, you just put it back in the bag. And then and when you're done, cleanup is so easy because it's already in the bag. First of all, don't call me Captain Planet as well. Listen, I be feeling like, look at me. I'm so efficient. Yeah, that's I've fantastic. I've made dinner. And, and recycled. Hello, somebody. Let me roll it up and put Gold it in the trash. Star. Like, 
Listen, so easy. HelloFresh is great for a number of reasons. Obviously, I'm like genuinely a fan. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Juice50. Juice50. And use code Juice50. Juice50. For 50% off plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash Juice50. Juice50. And use code Juice50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Love, love, love. Back to it. Um, So that was freaking phenomenal. Like truly, thank you and um, Kev. I told him over and over. I was like, this was, was like, really no, nice. No, Kev was amazing. He was Th- like, we have to do things. Yeah, no, it was really, really nice. Sharice, uh, no, no, no. Shari posted that friendship is... Um, oh, an underrated... That's what she said. Underrated medicine? Yes. And it was the sweetest caption yeah. because I really did feel like like the weekend did me good, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt good to my soul. Yeah. Um, good to my soul. It did. It felt really good to my soul. So, really great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, we did go to the Dear Future Wifey. Kev just said we need to tell the story. Okay. I think we could tell a version of it. That's how I'm trying to figure out what's the version so that's okay to here's tell. here's what happened. Here's what I'm going to say. Just chime in. So at the Dear Future Wifey podcast, it's an amazing um, panel. There is Kenny Lattimore and yes. his beautiful wife. Faith. Okay, Faith. There is uh, the VP of Hallmark. Her uh, name Mahogany. is Alexis. Her name is Alexis. Uh, there was Lexi. Mm-hmm, uh, the singer. The singer, comedian, all of that. There was uh, Pastor Bishop Marvin Sapp. Correct. Okay. And then there was Devon Franklin. Yes. And, and that us. was it. Mm-hmm. And then y'all too. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. So that was uh, the panel. Yes. Of Judge course. Faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judge Faith. Yes. Hosted by, again, the host of Dear Future Wife. It was the live version of that. And so they were having all these amazing mm -hmm, (laughs) conversations about relationships. Yes. And everyone offering a different perspective. Yes. Because, listen, Kev, obviously, you guys know their story. Um, uh, Kenny is uh, divorced. This is his second marriage. Uh, Pastor Marvin Sapp and Lexi Lexi are widows. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Devon Franklin is also a divorced uh, divorcee. How do you call it for men? Divorce, say divorce. He's divorced. Child. He's divorced. He's divorced. <laughs> and so I feel like we're missing somebody else. Though I know I feel like there was y'all too. Because Marv, uh, Alexis, Pastor, Lexi, and Devon, Lexi, Marvin. No, that was it. That was it. I yeah. felt. I thought there was two, two, two. Oh, because let's. Okay, I yep. think you're right. Okay. So then, they're having these great conversations, mm-hmm. and towards the end, someone on the panel says that. He says that he thinks that women love unconditional, no, conditionally, and men love unconditionally. Yes. Women love with conditions. That's what he said. Women love with conditions. And men love without conditions. Yes, correct. And so after he says this response, first of all, there are literal women in the audience like doing this. Like literally doing this and um, literally like being like, no, 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 no. Okay. So this happens, right? And he gives his explanation. Wait, because it's important to give his explanation. Oh, go for it. His explanation is that. Oh, that's right. Men will love women who have no money. Yes, that's exactly what he said. Broke. Yes. And they will love you anyway. Shona. And women require you to have money. Mm-hmm. Financial stability uh-huh. in order for them to love you. Yes. And he, what he said was like something to the effect of uh, a man could find a woman off the street yes. and love her just like that. 
Yes. And a woman doesn't have the same like he capacity. even called out like a nanny. Like yeah. women, a men w- will love their nannies. Yeah. So I started itching. <laughs> like really, truly. I literally said there was like women, because it's like 95% women yeah. in the audience anyway. Yeah. So like literally there's women in the front row and I was like, oh girl, y'all, y'all I'm itching. I got to say something. So I said that, you know, essentially, because I'm trying not to tell y'all who it is. So Amen. when the episode comes out, y'all can just watch. But essentially I said, with all due respect, with the respect that is due, with you? the respect that is due t- unto you, okay, that you are wrong, <laughs> because the reality is that those same men that because he, what he was saying was millionaires. Yes, that's specifically what he, he said. Millionaire men <laughs> can love y'all should see these say. women unconditionally. Okay, <laughs> literally. So I said, oh, well, that's not true because men's value system is just different. Mm-hmm. So the woman that he is with, she going to be fine. Mm-hmm. She going to have a body. Mm-hmm. And he is going to expect what he expects from her at the end of the night without excuse. Because what do you do? Yeah, You ain't did nothing else. You ain't you done heal. nothing. And that would be the condition. Yeah. That's the condition. Mm-hmm. Ain't no million. Literally, we had this conversation after, and I wish I would have said it on the panel. That's where the term trophy wife comes from. Comes from. Mm-hmm. You are just a cute piece of candy to have on my arm that's the literal definition so cut it out yeah and then i said that uh what was the other point i forgot it again i forgot it in real time there uh oh you did it was uh oh i remember then i said this is the other thing that you have to remember when women do make money more than the man the woman is stuck catering to the ego minimizing herself slide in the car the debit card the credit card over to make sure he feels more like a man stroking his ego so he doesn't feel like he is less than simply because she makes more money Uh and you want to tell me that we don't have are you kidding me we're doing all of this bending over backwards and contorting ourselves to ensure you feel like a man but we're the ones with the condition yes Get out of here. Yes. Stop. Listen, I want y'all to know when he said that, I immediately was like, oh, let's going to take this one. She going to take this one. and You going to regret you said that. It was. And what did he good. do? After Melissa said her point, he went like this. <laughs> he did. He put his hands up because, sir, your point is so wrong. It's so wrong. It is so inaccurate. It Amen. Just... You are you are wrong. This is not the fight. And the other thing we talked about at the table is that um, you can think that you are a you have a good point in your mind, right? You like, ooh, I'm gonna say this. This is good. Melissa is so informed, and then able on top of being informed, she's able to articulate what she has to say in a way that will make you be like hands up i give up i done i I didn't mean that i don't even know what you're saying yeah and that's exactly like what she did everybody was like yes quite literally someone gave me twenty dollars yeah the girl went up there like yes girl let me give you this offering you are so wrong your point is so wrong and to think that is is unfortunate for you it was crazy than a mug i'm not even gonna lie to you it was very very crazy awkward it was very crazy and awkward 
But other than that, the night went really well. Yes. The panel was great. Absolutely. That was just a very funny. Yeah. It was a very interesting moment. Um, so, yeah, that was really like we had a really good time. Yeah. I thank you. Yes. Indeed. I appreciate it. I had a great 40th. Um, and I'm doing uh, a lot of people are asking me how or a couple people checked in on me on um, Instagram. And I want you guys to know I am doing um, better. I've decided to take it one day at a time. Amen. So what I tell you today is accurate and is genuinely how I feel. And if in three weeks I'm like, this is the dumbest, I don't, I still don't know what I'm doing. Then let that be that moment too. Okay. But today I feel all right. I am taking it one day at a time. Um, I got some very um, exciting news um, from while we were in um, Vegas, Vegas, the lady we talked to. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't want to say nothing because yeah. ain't nothing in paper yet. Um, but I did get some exciting news, which actually allowed me to know that um, the framework from which I'm, like, determined to go down mm-hmm. is is doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, it means something. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes I do feel like I need to conform. And what I mean by conform is turn to the, like, very aesthetic Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, boy, I fight tooth and nail tonight. Mm-hmm. I really do. I fight really. I fight. I really want to have a conversation about why the black influencers that win win are all aesthetic, mm. and there are white influencers who don't have. They can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less than presenting as perfect, and they can still win. Mm-hmm. And I don't find very many black influencers that have those same brand opportunities Got it. yeah yeah um which and i don't mean that as like shade to any of the aesthetic totally totally get yeah. your bag you hear me go get your bag um but i just don't understand why it's not um equal for the non-aesthetic white influencers who are also able to get the bag and yeah. you don't see that nearly as recognized on um with black women yeah who are non-aesthetic and so that that does frustrate me so anyway, that's that. And then go I, ahead. Sorry, I just want to ask this and I, I want to say it for clarity when it comes. Sorry, I'm going to go back to the Dear Future Wifey and yes. the remark. The remark being that men as a blanket statement, men love without condition. Women love with condition. The fact is that both have conditions. Absolutely. It's not that women are the ones that love 100%. without conditions. That's not what the Melissa's point was. It was actually that everybody got a condition. Absolutely. And I just want to make that clear. I think I saw a comment in there that may be confusing what her point was. And oh, I just wanted that's to. That's a great clarity. That's uh, a fantastic clarity. What is the way that I, I just wanted to crystallize. I wanted to crystallize that the, point. Yes. Amen. Because it, that, it, the rea- we're a human being. Yes. Yes. We are people. So yeah. the reality is, uh, actually, we had a full discussion about, it. I think, the, the closest anyone could get, assuming you're that type of parent, would get to unconditional love is that of a parent to, to a, a child. child. I think that would be the closest you can get. Even And that's not all yeah, because yeah. there are parents who place conditions on, on their, their love with the 100%. children. OK, um, but in terms of romantic love. Oh, no. Let yeah. somebody cheat on you. You yeah. won't. That's a condition. a condition. That's a condition. Yeah. Let them slap you in the face. And that that's conditions condition. aren't bad. No. And they're not that's bad. That's not a bad thing. Absolutely not. To imply that 
someone has no conditions is is the best. That's a lie. Yeah, heck okay. no. You need uh, healthy boundaries Absolutely. and healthy conditions. That's why I let them slap you in the face. No, you shouldn't let nobody slap you in the face. Amen. Let them cheat on you. If your will is that uh, my answer is no to cheating and I need to get up out of here, that's your business. Go yeah. on now. That's Amen. a condition and that's okay. Yes. Um, okay, sorry. So, yeah, no, great clarity. Okay, so that's it on that. Mm-hmm. I don't, what's the next point? Uh, you want to do this? Oh, listen, I need to pop the trunk on these people. So I went to Jamba Juice, which mm-hmm. I often do because there's one up the street from the office. I go in there. I always pre-order because I know I get here usually 10, 15 minutes before um, we need to start shooting. Mm-hmm. So I say, let me pre-order so I can just go in there, pick up my stuff, and walk on out. I don't have to be in there long. Well, today, number one, there was probably 15 people you know jamba juices be small okay there's probably 15 people in there because it's real hot but their ac was broken Mm -hmm. so it was even hotter Mm. up in there yeah so i walk in they don't have my stuff together which this fine no big deal a couple people pick so i go up there and i say um i just want to make sure you got my um pickup order for melissa she goes oh yes actually it's out here i'm like why you didn't put in a refrigerator but whatever so she goes to grab it and i said i also got a water Mm -hmm. She asked somebody for the water because it what normally it's in their like little shelf, the little refrigerator thing uh, by the register, but they didn't have any in there. So she was like, oh, let me go grab one. She comes back. She says, actually, we're out of water. Do you want a cup of water? That was my face. Why? I said, ma'am, not when I paid three dollars for a smart water. Why would I want? Why would why would, would you, you think would... the acceptable answer would be to give me a those don't match a, the that I understand we talking about water. That's the same. But I paid $3 so it could say smart on it. Exactly. In that was bottle, the whole reason. In a bottle with a cap. In a bottle with plastic. Yes. And it's supposed to say smart water. <laughs> yes. And you want to give me the free Jamba Juice cup and then take it from the from the faucet that's going to mix with the Sprite and the Pepsi and the Coke no. and the root beer. No. Girl, no, I don't want your sink water. <laughs> no, your sink water, literally. For $3. So I said... No, I don't. I don't want that. If I pay three dollars for the smart water, <laughs> so her manager said you should give her a refund. I said, yeah, yeah you that's should. Exactly what you. You should, should give do. me the refund. So I walk over to the register and the guy starts doing stuff. I said, you know what? Because they're busy too. It's a uh, bunch. Of, like I said, it's a bunch of people. I said, I'll take two waffles. Don't even worry about the <laughs> refund. So that's why I came in here to ask y'all, oh. do y'all want waffles? Because girl, why would you? Why would? Why in your mind you thought that would cancel each other out? I don't. Dear world. It don't work that no. way. If I paid $3 for a small water, I want my small water or I want my $3 back. Ab- absolutely. So, yeah. They probably could have, but honestly, they were, first of all, completely stressed out. Okay. It was four people in there, 17 people in line. Mm-hmm. It was hot because mm-hmm. the AC wasn't. And they're running here, there, filling up stuff, grabbing stuff. I said, it's okay. Don't even worry about the $3 on my car. I'll take two of your little waffle cones. And be on my that's, way. Because I'm going to be on my way. Uh, wait, I just want to tell you just reminded me when you were saying that it was busy. My favorite time story. One time I was in Target and it was insane. It was so busy. And there was probably two or maybe three people, uh, cashiers. And the lines were just like Mm -hmm. insane. When I tell you this, this, uh, white woman was behind me and she called the Target that we were in. (laughs) She called and asked to speak to the manager. And then was like, I am in your target right now. <laughs> and there is only three cashiers and the lines are ridiculous. You need to send someone else up here because this doesn't make any sense. That's the best. She hung up and do you know more cashiers came? I said, I got to steal that. That is a brilliant that idea. That is a great idea. Girl, 
What a great idea. No, no. <laughs> Listen, sometimes we do need to take care and energy. Yes. When they're doing stuff against black people, don't take that energy. Because no. they no. just, you, you go to jail. But that <laughs> energy was smart. Listen, let me. What an effective. What's the address? Where are we at? <laughs> this one? Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm at the one right now. So, Where are you? I am in line. Correct. Yes. Because yes. why can you answer my phone call? Why aren't you in line? Are I, Do you got extra hands? Can I speak to the manager? For the store you are in? Correct. It was great. Do I you mean, know how many people are out here? <laughs> yes. Do you? No, you're in the back. I've been waiting for the opportunity to do that again. No, you absolutely should. I need to try this that. This is a thing that we all need to do. <laughs> Everybody Because this. correct. Correct. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway. Yes, sometimes we need to enter our in, channel our inner white woman. Yes. They be doing the stuff and we just be in the line mad. Yes. Just mad and looking around. Is that another try, folks in trying the to race when a, uh, a new cashier oh, opens up? Man. You got to try to beat the other person. No. Girl, no. Call the manager while you're in the store. That's hilarious. I love it. Um, okay, let's go to Black Twitter trends. Ooh. I want to talk about Shein and the Rico. The Rico for Shein. So listen, okay. There were 52 pages of the complaint, okay, the filing for the Rico. I read all 52 pages. Did you really? I absolutely read you all 52. You are in college right now. Because here's the thing. They were hilarious. The beginning of the introduction of that um, complaint was, I cracked up. Wait, what was funny they about They were it? coming. So the beginning is like, uh, literally, hold on, because I want to read the first part. Okay. It's, it's, it's so funny. I want all the people, this, the reason why this Sheehan case, why Mel is getting it, is fascinating. It's because when you think of Rico, you think of, like, yes. gangsters. Yes. And, like, drug dealers. Yeah. And the mafia. Mm -mm. These folks are selling fast fashion for $1.50. Girl, girl, <laughs> literally $1.50. Wait, okay, so this is literally how it, this is how it opens up. For all the scrutiny given to TikTok, it's surprising that Congress has not considered more dramatic action against the Chinese fast fashion giant Shein. The brand sells more clothing than any other in the world and recently raised capital at a staggering $100 billion valuation. Wow. Like TikTok, Shein's business model depends on collecting a shocking amount of data from its customers, which it then reverse engineers into fashion trends. Shein is actually a greater societal threat than TikTok because it contributes to a bunch of stuff. But I read that and was like, why is TikTok catching strays? Wait, this just, I need to get my butt off TikTok. That's Girl, what that just told me. That's what they be saying. They say TikTok is why is a wild. They are, the amount of data that they're taking. I remember them saying that, but then I had thought, listen, somebody said TikTok said, now why am I in it? Literally, literally. I was reading that like, why, why not coming for them then? But, okay, so let's talk about the spyware because... I just hit like 250 on TikTok. That's don't, amazing. Don't, Congratulations. Don't, I'm not saying it for that. I'm saying don't talk about it. Because then the people no, you stop should being know, on there. But you should know and then you can make a decision. Educated. Amen. Because why would I... What's the information they're gathering? I, I mean, don't even be on TikTok that much. I mean, they would have... Really what that comes down to is they have access to like your face, your profile, any of what you've clicked on. And they use all that to predict stuff. Obviously with like the fast fashion, they're using all that data of what you're wearing, what you're buying and all that. And 
then putting that into their system of what they're making. Can I tell Apple not to let it track me? So that you, <laughs> you can. The there, there are caveats to that and how much you can actually control how much information they're taking. But a lot of it is as well. If you look at like TikTok in China versus TikTok in the U.S., it's vastly different the stuff you're given. Yeah. Stuff oh. in China, it's actually used as an educational tool. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. So all the all the videos they give are like that. super educational. On that all the videos that we're given over here are. About yeah, make exactly. rock, rock, yeah. rock, yeah. rock, exactly. In other in China, TikTok's not for that. Yeah, it's helping them, and in, in a way helping them, and then they're trying to use it to hurt us in an educational sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always um, already behind the eight and ball. they're siphoning a lot of the data and using that for their own means. That's so scary. Yes, the, there's a, a guy that I know from a long time ago. He and I used to work together at Best Buy. Oh, I bought these earrings for Mel on her birthday. They're so pretty. Um, but he was Geek Squad at Best Buy, mm -hmm. and like we have just stayed in contact. And then uh, when I was at Netflix, he hit me up like, "Yo, I'm trying to come over there." Now he like works in tech at Netflix. Oh, that's awesome! And he is consistently said repeatedly. Y'all don't need to be on TikTok. <laughs> really? And I'd be like, I trust your opinion, but also I'm on there and go follow me. <laughs> but he he all, he has said literally like what Cam is saying. Um, but anyway, don't talk about that because that's okay, not sorry. the point. Okay, go for the it. The point yes. is that's why it, because actually this is why Shein was and they're worse. TikTok is catching okay, strays. Everything we just talked about TikTok. <laughs> imagine Shein being worse. Yes, <laughs> that was the point. Um, but basically, what the lawsuit claims is that Shein has an algorithm that is so sophisticated that it not only takes your information and like understands your trends, but it like scans the internet mm. for products that based on the algorithm, the algorithm predicts that these products will be trendy. Uh, and so they then take that exact product, send it to their warehouse and they make an exact replica of it, so it's not even just like a knockoff. You know, like yeah, Steve Madden is like king of like mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I'm going to just change this. It's a dupe. It's yeah. a dupe. Mm -hmm. They're saying Shein is not duping it. They're literally I replicating it, exact replication of it. And so they scan the internet, and so they're looking at big and small sites. It, yeah, they, because they you don't can go on Zara and type in uh, that dress, or whatever, and go on Shein and type in like. Um, Zara orange dress. Yeah, and, and it'll, it'll come up. Yes, because it's take it's scanning big and small, takes their designs, and they're the, in the lawsuit they're saying it's not a person because it actually takes it exact, sends it directly to their warehouse, and then that item is then manufactured. manufactured. It's made, but they only do a run of between one hundred to two hundred, which is why their products are always out of stock. Is because they do this small run. Shein says they do it to just test customer demand. But the lawsuit claims that they actually do it to see that if whoever they stole the design from is going to notice that their design has been stolen and then reach out and try to sue or try to gain mm -hmm. money. And so what happens if you're like a small brand and you reach out, then they basically blame it on a third party organization. They say, oh, my bad. We actually only had this very small run. And so we're going to give you $500. Mm -hmm. We won't sell it anymore. We'll move on our way. If you're a larger company and... Uh, then they they stop. They say that you know, oh my bad, whatever. If you decide that you want to actually sue, this is when the problem comes in. Okay, mm. if you try to sue them, what you very quickly learn is that no one knows who actually owns Shein. 
because they have set up so many shell companies. Mm-mm-mm. Right. They have set up this network of companies that they say this person like just makes it and then they send it to this person and they send it to this person. And and so they actually lawyers literally are like, who the hell owns yeah. she in? And so because of that, because it's now a network and the, the part about Rico the racketeering portion of RICO is that you are you've set up an op, an illegal operation that you then are able to repeatedly uh, gain income from. Like that is what racketeering is. And so based on this lawsuit, what they're saying is the illegal operation is continual copyright, uh, infringement. copyright infringement, stealing of people's ideas, and then making money off of it. And then the organization part, the, the corporation, is that there is this network of companies that they've set up. And so all of those pieces together is why they're saying this is a RICO case and not just like a smaller yeah. like sue this person. Yeah. That's crazy. I said, chow, what? That the thing is, and Telemel, they said that this is a brilliant plan. In the in the fifty two pages, the complaint, the per the lawyer says it's brilliant. <laughs> this is brilliant. I said You mean Sheehan's like structure? Yeah, structure. Oh, yeah, because you like you're saying, who do you put to sue? Who, who do, do you, you sue? sue? Do you sue the company that takes the actual design right. or the one that makes that makes it. So And then this is this is let me tell you why Sheehan is bold. Because these fools, y'all heard of Timu, T-E-M-U. It's like a new yep, yep. Uh, Amazon kind of thing. Shein is suing Timu for copyright infringement. Here's the thing. That's pot and kettle. But here's the problem. They created a brand new company in 2021 just to sue Timu. And so in the paperwork, because, of course, the lawyer for this Rico is like, so we were like, ooh, who is suing Timu? Because maybe that's the person, the yeah. company we can go after. They're saying this new company made in 2021 is also not the owners. They're just the people. What did they say? They, they own the website. They're just the arm that we created in order to sue. So they were like, Timu. we still can't even sue them. I said, what is happening here? <laughs> that what? is. I mean, that's how, like, crime bosses have evade, evade going to the police for so long. Yes. Because someone else takes the fall. So Brilliant. Brill. Yeah, isn't it fascinating? I literally was like, huh? Huh? Let Ch- me find out. She the thing is that um, I do think that Sheehan is trying, someone just mentioned this, trying to do a, like, image change. Because, you know, oh, everyone was talking yes. about their... Um, their clothes are made in like sweatshops yep, and stuff. Yep. When they took like those micro influencers on that trip, yep. but they must have knew this was coming. Oh, they were trying to get ahead of it because it makes no sense. And this is the other thing. I followed this one black TikToker girl and she was like, y'all, that was not their manufacturing plant. Do you guys understand how much stuff that they produce? It was not coming out of that little. Twelve by twelve manufacturing Girl, facility. Like, stop it, you guys, stop. They were really just trying to show y'all. One of the um, people in the lawsuit, uh, it's a woman. She came to them because they stole her her products. So she came to them with a. She reached out like, "Yo, y'all stole my stuff." So then they offered her five hundred dollars, and then she was like, "Okay, whatever." And then they emailed her on some like, "We want to collab," and she was like, "Do you know that you stole my stuff already? Why would I collab?" So then they just stole it again. Shut up. We should see on there if they stole any of our ideas. The problem with I Sheen was... is they really do have like super cheap stuff. Yes. 
Yes. Well, because <clears throat> part of this has been a thing in China for a while, the whole knockoff industry. Mm-hmm. Part of it is because over there, copyright laws are completely different. Mm-hmm. And for a time, they didn't respect any outside, like any foreign copyright. So that's why you could, they could produce Nikes for themselves for super uh, cheap because they have the schematics on how to make them yeah, at absolutely. all the factories. So they just pass that around. Absolutely. Yeah. And take the Nike material, off. They make cheaper materials. So they can sell That's what Alibaba cheap. is low-key. Essentially. When you go on Alibaba mm-hmm. and they'd be like, uh, low-key, a couple of the manufacturers uh, we found, they'd be like, and we manufacture for companies like yeah. da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. You'd be like, it's the exact same thing. Well, there's t- and there's a huge thing coming up now is all the companies like, oh, we produce all of the linens for this hotel chain. So yep. you buy it from us for like yep. 300% Cheap. off. Yes, that's what happened Wild, with uh, Skims on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is the people that do the stuff for uh, uh, Skims, buy it on Amazon without supporting Kim Kardashian, yep. and it's a much cheaper price tag. Yep. Ciao. I, so I'm, I'm, I don't, this is just the filing of the paperwork. So That's what's going to be interesting is if it actually, like what happens now, if, if they it gets actually going to be, yeah, are y'all going to court? Are they going to have to fight this? Is it really going to be a Rico? Or y'all just, this is just, you know, because the other thing is go big, right? Go big right. and just hope for something small. Uh, but it's three people uh, on the lawsuit, three named people in the lawsuit. Who are um, the three people suing? Like what is their, what's the dog they have in the fight? So the first woman is the one I said the five hundred. Oh, they offered her five hundred, okay, okay. and then and then the other two they literally they there's images of their products that were. Oh, so it's just three people that they actually did uh, copyright infringements. Them no, well there's three people in this lawsuit. There's ton. They've been sued a number of times. Oh shit. They up. always settle. They always Got be it. like. It's okay. It's okay. Got it. So these are just the three people who have come together and now said this is actually a larger, not an individual like one off. This Got is it. actually a, a, a rico. So that's what's happening. Uh, but so we'll see. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna happen. Sheehan is still very much up. Okay. You. They were sending me ads as I was reading the fifty-two pages. Okay. Uh, you can still order from them. But I also, if you follow me on TikTok, I listed the three people who because they have pages and they have products that they're selling. So I was just if you so choose to support the people the small businesses the individuals who have been infringed upon uh, or claiming they have been infringed upon then uh, you can find that in my tiktok if you want to support ain't that crazy that's crazy i miss uh okay so that was that moving on we can only we can quickly talk about this because i i do want to get to um Sister wise, but Kylie and Jordan Woods. Oh man. Y'all know the story. A couple years ago, okay, if you don't, this is the quick version. A couple years ago, Kylie and Jordan Woods were best friends. Kylie Kardashian. They was best friends. Mm-hmm. And then it came out on the blogs on the internet that Tristan, who was Chloe's baby daddy, kissed Jordan Woods at a party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big fight. They're now bro- not friends anymore. Okay, of course, Tristan continues to be in the picture and has two kids with Chloe and blah, blah, blah. But Jordan and Kylie are no longer friends. And so the big T on the Internet is that they was seen at dinner, regardless of like if you care about the Kardashians or not or Jordan Woods and all of that. I mean, we can talk about that, but I also just felt like I wanted to talk about friendship in that way. Yeah. And like forgiving friends. It gets tricky. It does. I think that. I think sometimes we have misdirected anger mm. because I really feel like Chloe, for as angry as she could have been at um, uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. okay, I think there's like hearsay about how the kiss actually went down. What, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's just assume the worst happened in her mind, like the version that the Kardashians believe happened. 
you got to have the same smoke for Tristan. For Tristan. That's, I think, my problem. Yeah. You going to ex-nix the friend that's been down with y'all since y'all were kids, this, that, and the third. Meanwhile, you gave Tristan time after time after time. Yeah. Went ahead and had a whole other kid with him after the fact. Mm. Like, and he didn't deserve it. So yeah. I just didn't understand, like, the smoke that wasn't only to then have broken up. Yeah, only to then have not be too Like, y'all not even together. It's not like y'all got married and went off into happy ever after land and that was just a blip in y'all relationship. No, he was still a Groupon. Yeah. <laughs> a Groupon. Like, and now, and now you're going to circle back and try to be friends with Jordan. Personally, if I were Jordan, well, I probably would take the conversation, like the dinner, lunch, yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah. had. I don't know that I could, like, re- Uh-huh engage in, with them in that way again yeah, yeah, i yeah, might yeah. be like i i'm kind of cool off y'all i agree i agree I'm because not. why did it take all this for y'all to finally see the light tristan was a whole then he had the whole now amen but wait but wait if she i'm not saying i'm just going off of this if she actually did kiss him do you feel like the energy should have been for both then no? that's what i'm saying oh god yeah okay the mr or maybe misdirected is wrong i just feel like the smoke should have been equal equal yeah okay. they had way too much smoke for jordan yeah, yeah. That she didn't have yeah. for Tristan, for Tristan to have then repeatedly, yeah, and previous to that, right. had cheated. And I think he had another baby on her, yes. right? Oh yeah, I that was so the too. whole thing. Yes. That was the whole uh, episode. They were like, "There's a baby on the way." Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like if you're going to be upset, girl, you got to be upset at both. Yeah, you got to be upset at both. The other thing too, and this is uh, related but not all the way connected, is that um, when it comes to romantic love okay and your family member being mad at the person their person it gets touchy and because they're gonna take them back a lot of times yeah. and you still be mad okay you're mad at their partner and they loving their partner again and now just you are mad correct and so it'd be like honestly i love you and i love whatever you choose to do no for real you do have to like you have to you have to remove yourself from that investment because you will be in the yeah. man. And now you continue to look. She has Chloe continue to look stupid. And now Kylie is on a dinner date with Jordan. This could have all been avoided. Yeah, correct. Everybody's correct. dumb. Correct. Uh, anyway, wait, before we go into this, uh, Mel takes TV because it's Melissa is going to take TV today. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do that, we have a vacation coming up. Yes. And before we go on it, I... I, do have we vacationed a lot together? I guess on cruises, family stuff. Yeah. Okay, but when you do smaller vacations, I mean, we just kind of did. But like, do you prefer planned itineraries, or do you get there and figure it out? I like a. Uh, I do like an itinerary, but I don't like a jam packed itinerary. So I do like anchors. So like on this day, we have a dinner reservation, but the top of the day we're free. On oh. this day, we have an activity, but maybe for lunch and dinner, it's on your own. Got it. Like, I don't mind. I like to have at least something in the day that's, like, suit, like anchored. Like, uh -huh. we, especially if you're on a, um, with a group, I like to know, like, we are all going to meet up for dinner. Yeah, and this yeah, is the yeah. time. And during the day, do what you want to do. I don't really care if I see you, if I don't. Uh, on this day, we're going to go on a cruise and everybody's going to be ready and we're going to do that. Like, I do like that. And with me and Kevin, we also, we pretty much... There's at least one thing, but actually, depending on how long the vacation is, I do like a day that's like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So I don't know what you call that, but like an acre per day, one day that's kind of flexible, 
and then the rest you figure out. When Greg and I travel, go on vacation, I don't want no plans. None? I'd be like, I'll let you know when I get there how I feel. Okay? And then when I get there, I go to the little help desk and I'd be like, what y'all got to offer? But have you ever had, have you ever wanted to do something and couldn't? Absolutely. That has happened. I do not. I'd be like, oh, you don't care. Oh, well, wasn't meant to be. Hilarious. I hate plans on vacation. Oh. I hate if it's planned. I'd be like, okay, so like this is not a like. I literally enjoy waking up and being like, what do I want to do today? Hilarious. And then figuring it out. What's available? Oh, it's not available today? Okay, well then, alter alternate plan. I'm going to sit by the beach and enjoy margaritas. My test. Ah, I like, so I am not a, a planned itinerary gal. When no. it comes to like true vacation. When I know when it's a group, like you need structure and you need order. So like I understand. But I'm talking like true vacation. If it's like vacation, me and Greg, don't put none on my How plans. long can you do that? For the entire time. Really? Absolutely. I feel like I would get bored with sitting on the beach oh, after girl. so many days. Mm -mm. Yeah, I like structured freedom. Is that what it's Ooh. called? Structured freedom? That sounds like the opposite of en enjoyment. <laughs> I like a little bit of both. I like I like a little bit of both. That's okay. so funny. Tell so what are we doing when we go on vacation? No, it's gonna be structured freedom. Oh yeah, I don't. This is not. This is this is a true vacation vacation. It doesn't even. No, it's not. It just feels like we're doing like a thing. No, we are doing a thing. Anyway, Sorry. put in the comments. I want to know if y'all are like That's so on vacation. Figure it out or like. Do you like museums? Absolutely not. Oh man, I'm so happy you said that. I'm not I can't going to a museum. If, I don't. I'm not Kev doing. Loves that. a good museum. I, are you? Oh mm -mm. my god, I can't stand it. There's a lot of things I'm willing to do on a vacation. I do not want to go to a museum. Absolutely not. I actually, if if like places that. Here's what I'll say. When I was deciding where we were going to go for our honeymoon, people at my job, and they were, like, older than me. I was 27 mm -hmm. or something like eight. Not, I don't know. Anyway, people were throwing out places to go for our honeymoon, and I was like, oh, I don't consider that a vacation place. <laughs> like, like what? Europe. Oh well, God. not uh, like many places in I'm not going to London for my honeymoon. That's not a place that is considered. Oh, that. I'm not going to yeah, Paris. I understand that Paris Italy seems more. beautiful and like a place I would want to go. Not for my honeymoon. Like I, for me, and maybe it's just um, I need to enjoy other things. I, I can take that on the chin if that's how you feel. But like, give me the Caribbean. I agree. I so need you prefer a tropical. Absolutely. Do nothing. You kind of you don't want that no stress. No. I don't have to do anything. That yes. Kind of vibe. Places that where it's like you can go on a. It's historical, and so you want to lesson. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, or I can go taste ten flights of tequila. That's my kind of vacation, not cooking lessons. That's just me though. That's how I like to vacation. Mm. I mean, it makes sense because, like, if you're going to Europe, typically those are like, we need an itinerary for where yeah. you're going. Yeah, because you're it. trying to see the yeah. things in Europe. Yeah. You're trying to see yeah. Big Bang. Like, you're trying to do yeah. the things. But I do agree that to me, ooh, child, I'm about to give y'all a controversial opinion. Oh, oh. I don't like London. I don't like Paris. And Kevin has tried to convince me that I am crazy up until recently. Apparently, Twitter has been on fire saying that Paris is not the place. Matter of fact, when we were just in uh, Vegas, uh -huh. he was talking about it. I was like, don't do me. Don't. And he was like, well, actually, no, no, no. Don't change your mind now. <laughs> I've been telling you this since the set. It is at best a one 
one trip city. Yes. You do not need to go multiple times. Mm. I feel the same way about London. For the amount of tourism these days. Yes. It's that not. I'm just like, I did it. I seen it. That's it. That's all. The food in London is garbage. Eh, and I'm while the fan. food in Paris is better, they don't eat like that. No, they don't. So it's not like you're going to get like girl no i don't need to go back i'm sorry i don't i agree with you i'm i don't uh, no my answer is no however i enjoyed venice oh i enjoyed rome mm -hmm. but i don't know Ooh. i i may go back rome but, so that's what i was gonna say but <laughs> i don't know that i would go back to rome okay i and see i agree i would, would love to go to rome to like go but the problem is I don't know if I'm ever going to go because if I have the opportunity to go to Rome, that means I have an opportunity to go somewhere else and I would always choose yeah. the other So place. what I would do, though, this is how personally I would do it. Go do three, four cities. Uh, oh, yeah, Europe's always multiple. Yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah, not. Yeah, don't go to Rome and be there for four, five days. You're there too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go know, there, like go for two. two to each Yeah, place and, and then spend. But know that that's the type of vacation you're signing up for. Yeah. And that's an itinerary. Like you're going And that's what I'm saying. That's an itinerary. I don't want that. Yeah. I do want to go to Greece. I love list. Greece. I do want to go to Greece so bad. You could probably get more of the vibe you're looking for with more of the coastal, like Mediterranean yeah. spots. Yeah, yeah. When we went to um, Barcelona, you guys didn't yeah. go, but nope. we went with Jay and Tammy. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite trips I've taken actually with Jay and Tammy. Mm. I enjoyed Bar the best sangria I've had in my entire life. Oh, wow. It was freaking phenomenal. It was so good. Um, but yeah, I would not, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't recommend Paris. I wouldn't recommend. Well, London. go if you like to go see it, right? Because seeing the like, yeah, yeah you're really so, into architecture, art. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that. but if also there's better places. I feel like in France that you get more of the culture because it's just so touristy in Paris now. Yeah, and like. I don't know, child. It is what it is. Go, go, but go once. Amen. And if you're like, I'm saving all my money, where should I go? Don't go there. Hello. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. If this is your big lifetime trip, yeah. Unless that's your jam. Unless that's your jam, then it's not. Don't. It, if it's not your jam, then it won't be your jam. But if it's, um, listen to. I've been telling Kevin this for the matter of fact. Our last very expensive, the dude who did uh, the Egypt trip yeah. for us. He was trying to get us to go to Paris, and I was like, "No, no, no, no. I don't want to go. I don't like. It's because I didn't plan it. I don't know where you where you gonna take me, but I don't want to go back. I promise you, I don't. No. I just, it's not for me. I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> not for me. So sorry. Um. Okay. Last thing we're gonna talk about is oh, okay. This is the takes TV. I feel like something's in my ear. This is what's happening. Okay. We are going to discuss sister wives because. First of all, I didn't know the number of black people in these white people's business. Hello. I was unaware that there was so many. But I made that post and so many people I've been watching from the beginning. I have not watched from the beginning. Me okay. Either. I've watched probably straight through seasons. I was just checking today. Probably season 14, 13 or so. Did I go further back than that? That's so many. I know. Seasons. But they take such huge breaks. Oh, okay. So I was able to catch up. Um, that, but now I'm going back to season nine. Oh, because that's the season where Mary was catfished. Okay, and I need that context. Oh, okay. I know what happened because they talk about it all the time, and I, I definitely understand what happened, but I want to see it play out. Got it. If you are just starting, like me, like Mel, and you want to catch up, 
my recommendation is that you watch season nine because that's the catfish season. You cannot miss that season from what I'm told because that's when everything changes. The dynamics change for um, Mary and um, uh, the husband, mm. whose name I can't remember. I Cody. Can't either. Cody. Okay. Plus also, Chad, I just started. I'm only on episode like three of that season. That's also the season Mary and Cody get legally divorced. Oh. And it was her idea. I didn't realize that. Oh, so they get legally divorced so he can adopt the kids of favorite wife's first husband's kids. Yes. Oh, that's. Yes. And so as soon as she does it, I, I think immediately she feels like they're like, this was yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, like, why yeah, did I yeah. do this? But now it's done. And so all oh, these years wow. later to see how it all unfolds. Yeah. It's very interesting. The other thing that's really interesting is that. You know, uh, in the beginning, they each have their, like, sayings. Oh, yeah. So, again, knowing where we are today, um, Cody's like, I believe love should be multiplied and not divided. And I'm like, well, you're dividing now. Yeah, you're yeah, definitely dividing absolutely. now. And then one of the girls is like, I believe we always should have been this way. This was God's destiny or God's plan for us or something like that. And I've always had such great relations. I didn't marry for Cody. I married for the sister wives. Oh. Well, I laughed out loud. I laughed out loud because you now know where they yeah, all are. Yeah. It is so hilarious. So that happened. So I would watch episode, I'm sorry, season nine. And then personally, I haven't watched the in-between. So y'all have to tell me if I'm missing stuff, people that's watched through the through the through all uh -huh. the seasons. Yeah. But personally, I would watch season nine and then pick up at about season 14, 13, 14. Okay. Um, and even if you didn't do that, I would at the very least watch the COVID seasons. Okay, okay. And the reason why is because there's they do so much flashbacks that I felt like I fully un I was fully invested, mm. and I didn't pick up until one or two seasons ago. Got it, got it. So it was enough for me to understand that there was catfishing. It was enough for me to understand that favorite wife was favorite wife. It was enough for me to understand that Christine was on her way out. Okay. It was enough for me to figure out that Janelle was low-key on her way out. It was enough for me to figure out that uh, Mary needed to go, but for whatever reason, she's being a dum-dum and she's holding on. Like, I was able to grasp all, all of, of that. that. Okay. And COVID... To me, the COVID years were the years where everything imploded. Okay. Because they were all forced to deal with the issues that were already there. Yes, yes. So that's my recommendation. Okay. So wait, COVID are what season? So I would start with if season this is, nine is yep. the contact season. Yes. And then the COVID season. And then are. I would probably start matter okay, here we go. I would probably start at season fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, because I remember this Basement Wife episode. Okay. So you would do 15, 16, 17. Is this season 17 or 18? You may have two or three seasons to watch. And I promise you, you'll have enough context. Okay. You'll have enough context. Okay. When does it? When does the new season August start? August 20th. Okay, so we got like a month. You got like a month. Okay. To catch up and get in these white people's business because... And that's the thing. Here's I hadn't watched um, Sister Wives. And then Melissa like talked about it so much. And one day I was at her house and she just had it on. And I was like, well, well, well who is, what, tell, what's happening here? Okay. Y'all know I like a little tea. 
I love reality and I love like real life tea. <laughs> and this is drama, right? At the heart of it, it is just a mess. It's a mess. And I love a good mess. So we are going to be talking yes. about it when the season starts in when a month. The, yes, the season so get starts the in a month. You need. So we will I go. Can, I will go back to the very beginning, but because it's so many seasons, that's a lot of. Seasons. It's a lot of seasons to commit to, and I worked my way um, backward instead of starting from the beginning. That's why and I've watched. I think I've watched. Actually, I may have watched a little bit more. Let me see here. Let me see season twelve. Oh no, I didn't watch season twelve. Um. Anyway, oh no, I watched through season thirteen though. Yeah, I watched through season thirteen. So I've watched season thirteen forward, and then I'm just now starting on season nine. Uh, we're also going to review it on the Bald and the Beautiful though as well. But you know, those dynamics are different. The dynamics are different. So as long as Angel and Marcus are with it, we'll, and actually I'll talk to them about it, as long as they are with, like, committed to the white people's mess that is this <laughs> mess, then we'll do it. Um, okay, so that is, that's it, girl. Oh, and make sure y'all watch the, make sure y'all watch the non-talking trailer that oh. TLC just posted today. <laughs> because this is what I want you to pay attention to. Pay t they cr it cracks. The picture cracks. But pay attention to where they put the cracks. And where they didn't put the crack. Hilarious. It tells you everything you need to know. It tells you everything you need to know. It tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> Wait, before we go, I just want to do um, a Florida man and then, or with the Florida brother. Okay. And then we can get out of here. Um, so I'm going to put your birthday. 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, Florida man. And the first one that comes up. I'm going to read the headline. Oh, Lord. Florida man with no arms charged with stabbing man with scissors. Wait, was he stabbing with his toes? A 46-year-old man with no arms was arrested for stabbing another man with a pair of scissors using his feet. That's fantastic. That's just freaking fantastic. I don't even know. What he basically said is, you guys like to limit me because of my... <laughs> Because I don't have arms. And what I'm here to say is I am differently abled. Differently abled. And I will stab you. Still. You you don't feel threatened because I don't have arms. What you don't know, you could still catch these hands. Listen. F, <laughs> F around and find out. And that's exactly what happened. That man found out. That's exactly what happened. That man found out. I'm not mad. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, oh, I was going to say something and I forgot. <laughs> They said, did they handcuff him? I don't know, girl. Oh, did they handcuff yeah, him? Yeah, here being shady. I'm hushing before we get canceled. I, don't, I, I just read the headline. We just got the context. I don't even know what happened after that. I y'all Look, I shut my computer because <laughs> I that was too much for me. I don't know what happened. Your birthday and Florida man, that's what happened in Florida on that day. So there you go. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I really did have something else to say. I forgot. Oh, I know what I was going to say. We didn't review the Airy show, Ready to Love, because The Ball and the Beautiful normally, not normally, since we started, essentially, go on vacation the month of July. Oh. And so we weren't able to start it or finish it because of that gap. So we won't be back until... Um, like the last week of July, maybe right before August. I don't remember when that week starts. Um, but that's the reason why we why we didn't. So that kind of sucks because it would have been nice to see Aries on there. Yep. Um, but I just want to let you guys know that was the reason why because we always take a break. Uh, generally speaking, all the podcasts take a break. But at the last minute, 
y'all know they've been talking about it, so I can be transparent. Podcast ads are down. Okay. Podcast ads are down. I don't know. It's just down. Okay. That's just the situation. And we pay uh, the Kev on stage. Um, our employees are paid very, very well. <laughs> and they get a flat salary. So when ads are doing well, fantastic. That means Kevin and Melissa make money. When ads are not doing well, that means Kevin and Melissa make less money. But our employees make money <laughs> because they just receive a salary. Um, and so they decided to uh, keep going. Okay, amen. During the summer. So if we give you a code to use. Amen. Use that code. Please use it. Use we don't code. receive a kickback. It just says, oh, your people like this. We'll go ahead and, and book another spot. Yeah. So yes. it just helps us tell our advertisers mm -hmm. that we have an audience that rock with us. So if there's any matter of fact, I'm going to take one step further. The last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> if you listen to another podcast and you're like, Melissa, they have this ad and it's actually a product that I really like. How come y'all don't advertise with them? Girl, tell me. Yes. Tell me so I can tell my people <laughs> this is who my people want to buy from. They will actually use the GJ code. Yeah. They will actually use the HTT code. They will actually use the TBTB code if we bought from these people. Let me know because then I can tell the people because I'm the one that be helping us do the situations. Okay? So let me know. <laughs> okay? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. All, all the codes. All right. Yes. All the codes, girl. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Gin and Juice. Thank you so much to our podcast sponsor, HelloFresh. Yes. Please use the code. Uh, we'll see you guys. Actually, we'll see you guys on Friday. Oh, yeah. We're going to go live on Friday. We'll go live on Friday because we won't go live next week because we will be in um, Mexico. Yeah. All right. Bye.